We're unabashedly obsessed We've got to get it off our chest Please sit there and be quiet Hey everyone! Hello! Welcome to Unabashedly Obsessed, a podcast about pop culture And not so pop culture! I'm James! I'm Erin! We did it! We did it! Yes, we've, we we introduced ourselves with gusto and also our actual, names. actually with our names, yes. Um, <laughs> Only took three tries. Yeah, we're, we're three minutes in and we're doing great. <laughs> and at least two and a half minutes of that is just me giggling. Yes. Um, we, we have some very exciting stuff coming down the pipeline and so we are sort of in a state of, of giddiness. Yes. So this is an episode that is literally from a, like, two days ago post- on the Facebook group? Yeah, we decided last night, we were like, we should do this. Yeah, so credit, first and foremost, goes to my friend Mark. Hi, hi, my friend Mark. Hi, Mark, my friend. <laughs> um, um, so Mark posted on the on the Unabashedly Obsessed, with Unabashedly Obsessed Facebook group, a suggestion for a James and Aaron write a movie. Right. Which he, uh, he suggested the title... Uh, New Year's N- Steve. New Year's Steve. Um, and that set off a very UFO group chain of puns on New Year's Steve, such as... New Year's Eve, the Pokemon movie. Right. Uh, there was New Year's Eve? There was a or horror one? Or is that one that I thought about and I was like, nope, I'm not even going to bother with that. I think that may have been one in your head. There was a, <laughs> there was a horror one where it was like... New Fears New Eve. New Fears Eve. Was that Russell? That was Russell. Who suggested that one? Right. Hi, Russell. Hi, Russell. And then uh, Andy suggested New Year's Leave. Yes. And Hi, Andy. Hi, Andy. And then Russell came back with the with the the uppercut, which was what we're going to do today on Hey Aaron. Yeah. Want to write a movie? Yeah, I do. We're going to write a movie called uh, Redo Year's Eve. Yes. I was like, what is it called? I don't even remember. <laughs> I was like, all I could think of was New Year's Steve. Right. Um, so, Mark, we're not technically using your title. Technically, but, but yet, yet we, we just just wait for it. We're, we're gonna. It's gonna be legend. Wait for it. So we're gonna do a movie called Redo Year's Eve because it's a time travel movie. Yeah, it is. But the main character's name is Steve. But none of the other characters' names are Steve. Correct. However, however, wherever we can fit it in. We're going to use people named Steve. Yeah, we are. So we've already decided, but prior to this, in seeing if this had any legs at all, that Steve will be played by Steven. Does he go by Steven? I think either or, but I think professionally he goes by Steven. Steven Young, the guy who played Glenn on The Walking Dead. Because I miss him. And I want him to not be dead. Yeah, and he so will... he's going to be alive in this. He'll be resurrected as Steve uh-huh. in Redo Year's Eve. Yes. It's an awful title. It's a it's an awful title. But most of ours are. But I think that we can I think we can work with it. It's going to be one of those things where it's like every time Renew we say New Year's Eve? Ooh. Renew Year's Eve. Ooh. That might be Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to make a change. I'm taking notes in on my composition book. Yeah, you are. I have notes so far. The last time I wrote in this composition book was uh uh August 21st, 2010. Uh, and it was my it was the top ten countdown for my for my show in its first year. You and mean the a... soundtrack to this movie that we're writing? Uh, <laughs> it's going to be very 2010. There's a great brand. There's, there's no there's nothing that says that. Oh we no, no, no. Do New Year's Eve 2010? No, I want um, uh, Steven Tyler from Aerosmith. Of course. I want um, I had I had all these things. Uh, Steve. Uh, uh, Steve Perry from from Journey. Okay. One of the singers for Bare Naked Ladies is named Stephen Page. He okay. left, but he's still a singer, so we can right. have him. Steve from Newfound Glory also left. Yeah. He can play guitar or something. Maybe we just like. He can. I don't know. Put a he bobble can head of him in the background or something. Fine, fine, fine. Um, because we're, we're kind of mad at him for leaving, right? Uh, I think. And so. by we, I mean. The, the album. Rest of, the rest of the band is kind of mad at him for the uh, the album. Um, yeah, ascension. Yeah. Yeah. Resurrection. Resurrection. Uh, Resur- the deluxe edition was called the ascension, which is the soundtrack to this movie, Renew Year's Eve. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. 
the album without Steve on it. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's called Resurrection. It's a time travel thing. With New Year's Steve? No. That might be a little too much. That might be one too many Steve. Steve Year's Steve? Steve Steve Steve? There we go. Steve Steve Steve. It'll be, it'll be like being John Malkovich, but just that one part of it. <laughs> oh god, the entire script is just Steve Steve Steve. Right. Steve. Steve um, Steve. Steve. I was thinking Steve, we could Steve, get Steve. Steven Spielberg Steve, 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 Steve. to direct it. Steve, Steve. Steve. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> no, you don't. All right, so Steven Spielberg directs. Uh-huh. Uh, I think we can probably get Steven Soderbergh to write the script, because I, I think that's something he does. Do we not want Stephen King to write the script? Ooh. He could write the novelization, but then it would be better than the movie. Yeah. He should write the script. He should write the script. Okay. Or, because we want this to be a good movie, should we just not let Stephen King near it? Because Stephen King, on screen, is never excellent. He did have something to do with the screenplay of 112263. Yeah, which was not excellent. Which was not excellent. But, what if we actually let him do stuff with the script as opposed to just putting his name on it? Okay. Okay. <laughs> we'll put Stephen King's script... We'll put... Are we cool with Steven Spielberg doing the directing? Oh, yeah. He does fine. He does fine. Um, here's the big um, the big problem. Do you think we can get J.J. Abrams to change his name to Steve just for this project? Steve Abrams? That sounds like a superhero. Steve altered. Steve Abrams? Steve Steve <laughs> Abrams. <laughs> All of the J's in the script are replaced with the word Steve. You know, J.J. Abrams <laughs> directed the new Star Wars movie. Uh-huh. And I'm sure there has to have been... Some point at which someone made the joke that his name was Jar Jar Abrams has to be. I'm sure that that, that there's no way that probably that not to his face. Oh no, I'm sure I'm talking about on Reddit. The oh ha- yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought yeah. you meant somebody involved in the making. Oh, I'm movie. sure there too, but mm, maybe not. But J.J. Abrams is good, and Jar Jar Binks is bad. Right. 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 Yes. Exactly. D- did I just boil the internet down to a single sentence? Well, it's, it, referring back to the fan theories episode, there. Jar Jar Binks is bad unless you believe that he is good. evil. By which you mean good. By which you mean good. Right. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. So here's the big problem. Unless, oh no, we could be super progressive and Renew Year's Eve could be about a, a romantic, I mean, because it's going to be a time travel romance. I mean, let's, oh. let's face it. If the two of us are writing it, it's a right. time travel romantic comedy. So we could have it be a romance between two men. Which is fine, except that I can't think of another Steve that I want to see Steve Young make out with. Okay, so... Because I keep thinking of Steve Carell and Stephen Colbert, and while both of those would certainly be interesting, I don't know that that is the direction I want to go in. Is there an actress named Stephanie? Um... Can I mean, Stevie surely... Nicks be on the soundtrack, too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay, hold on. Steven Tyler. Steve... I mean, we should have Stevie Nicks be the female lead. She's, like... Pretty old. Yeah, which, which again, Not if we're going to be progressive, right. then we could have a substantially older female lead. But, again, I just want to see Stephen Young make out with young, pretty women. Right. Like, like, like really. Me. Oh, fair, fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. Wow. Well, that's something that just happened. Um, Can... I can't think of a any... double self compliment. That's pretty. That's pretty <laughs> impressive. Young, cute, pretty, attractive, funny, witty women like me. I only said young and pretty, and I'm not young. Right. I'm old. Oh come on. Ish. I mean, you're way older than me, but just like really old. A whole other year. Just like, like eight whole months. Yeah. Yeah. That many. That many. Yeah. Ish. Yeah, just about. Yeah. Um, this is going great. Yeah. So I I have no problem with this being I actually kind of love this being a, a time travel romantic comedy with two guys. Okay. Right. However We need to find a good I want somebody who is complimentary with Stephen Young. Who by the way I've only ever seen play Glenn. Right. So he might be a terrible comedic actor. I don't know. Right. Well, he could be... A, uh, 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 he could be the straight man. <laughs> but... But, <I'm> <laughs> but see, I, the, I think we're going to have a problem here. 
because all right, so I can think. Of, so uh, Carell, Colbert. There's Stephen Root. I don't know who that he is. He played Milton on Office Space, the guy who was looking for oh, the, the stapler sta- guy. Right. I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't want to see him right. as a romantic lead with Steve Young. There's Steve Buscemi. We're not getting better. He's got to be in the movie, though, because oh, I sure. love Steve Buscemi. I think he'll be in the movie whether we want him to or not. I think, I think he, that's kind of how he works. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm having trouble coming up with... I'm going to get on uh, Wiki, Wikipedia and uh, see if uh, we can find a list of actors named Steve. Actors. There's the guy that played Steve on Full House. What is? What was his name? He also voiced Aladdin. Really? I'm 90% sure. What was his name? Scott. Yes, Steve Hale, played by Scott Eric Weinger, also voiced Aladdin in, apparently, all of the Aladdin movies. Hmm. I forgot about Steve Zahn, who, of course, will definitely need to be in the movie in some capacity. Yeah, he could be... I don't hate that. There's Steve Martin. I would like him in there somewhere. Uh, yeah. Let's let's table who is playing the boyfriend for right now. Okay. And come up with a plot. Okay. And then we can cast it. Okay. So, the first thing we need in a time travel movie is why does he need to go back in time? Right. And so there's two ways we can do this. Either he is forcing the loop right. to fix something or redo something on purpose. Or he can replay it. Right. Or right. Groundhog's... Is that how Groundhog's Day goes to? Um, the one thing you'll hate most about Groundhog Day is Groundhog that Groundhog Day, not Groundhog's Day. Yeah. Groundhog Day. Is that it's never really explained what's going on. It just sort of happens and then it stops happening. But he doesn't appear to be making it happen. He's not, he's not making okay, it Okay, so that's the same yeah. as Replay, where it's just happening. Right. As opposed to really, oh yeah, that, as opposed to him being like, oh, like eleven twenty two sixty three, like, well, got to go back through the rabbit hole. Right. Here's me controlling it. Right. Yeah. Um. I and I was like, oh wow, yeah, Groundhog Day and Replay are really similar. We've right. had this conversation on air before. <laughs> and in fact, <laughs> yes, we're, we're planning on doing an episode about that. Have we not had the conversation on air yet? I think we didn't have it on air. I think we had it on. I don't know. We talk so much on so many different social media. We really do. You should follow us on that social media. <laughs> at UFO Podcast, at Unabashedly Aaron, at Unabashed James. Find us on Facebook, Unabashedly Obsessed with Unabashedly Obsessed. And you too can be a part of conversations like this. <laughs> the entire internet runs away screaming. Yeah. <laughs> All 28 Except members. for Steve Buscemi. <laughs> He's like, hey, yeah, I can get into that. Yeah, so do we want him do do we want it to be a romant like a romantic comedy or a romantic comedy? If it is a romantic comedy, then he's making the conscious choice to go back and fix something that he screwed up. Right. I think if it's a romantic comedy, it's just happening to him. Okay. Okay. And it, and so we're, we're establishing that this is happening on New, that he keeps going back to New Year's Eve. Yes, okay. I think it is New Year's Eve, and like maybe he is planning to propose to his boyfriend on New Year's Eve at the ball drop. Okay. Which side note? But when you do that, did you get engaged at the end, at, on December thirty first or on January first? Well, it depends on if you did it before or after the ball the ball drop. Like, what if you're in the process and you say? Will you marry me in the second when the ball hits? Three, or, two, will or you marry me? One, The me. other person, you propose on the 31st, and the person doesn't say yes until right when the ball drops. Like, is, in the second that the ball drops. Is that when you make the hilarious joke of been, we've been engaged for two years already? Yeah, that's absolutely when you make that joke. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, only if they wait until after the ball has dropped to say yes. Right. Which but I, technically, you're not engaged until you say yes. Right. So oh, they but, have to say yes before the ball drops in order to be engaged for a year already. But if you say, will you marry me, that's the one side. <sighs> you're not officially engaged until the person says yes. Because otherwise, you, all you've done is ask a question. But the, but the other person the doesn't say... The engagement has not happened. But, like, it's half engagement because the other person... It's not like, um, um, will you marry me... Yes, will you marry me? 
Because that'd be super awkward. Well, no, but there... No, there's... Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, Stephen Young says, will you marry me? And Steve Zahn says yes. And right. that is... That completes the circle of the engagement. You need two halves to make a whole. Right. So half sure. is the asking of the question. The other half is the answering of the question. But it doesn't... It's not whole until... Until... Both pieces... So he'd yeah, have to say, wish. yeah... Happy New Year! Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Seems a little complicated, maybe. At any rate, maybe maybe Stephen Yun is planning on proposing to Steve Zahn at the ball drop or around the time of the ball drop. Because like they say, like you should get engaged, like at midnight, so that you have all day to be engaged to the person or whatever. I guess that's what the kids are doing these days. Oh, really? Is like we got engaged at like nine thirty p.m. We got engaged at like like six p.m. on fall break, so there was no one like to yeah. tell, <laughs> and there was no social media to speak of or anything. Yeah. So we, I uh, know there we posted texting wasn't even a thing at that point, really. No. So we took a pic. We um, Kristen's one roommate was home. She took an iconic picture of us, and then. Yeah. Maybe Kristen got Facebook? I feel like we posted that picture on Facebook, but now... Facebook was around. It surely was around. Because I got Facebook senior... Senior year? I definitely had it senior year. I may have gotten it junior year. I remember, like, signing up for it sitting in the newsroom at the Collegiate Times. Yeah. I remember adding my list of my favorite bands in alphabetical order, except for New Found Glory, which was on New Found Glory. Right. In the computer lab at school. So I we had Facebook, so maybe we posted it on Facebook... But yeah. then why doesn't Time Hop go back to... Is it possible that Time Hop only goes back to when it was made public? I bet it does. Probably. I bet it does. At any rate, maybe he loses the ring. <laughs> he has these plans and he loses the ring. Okay. And he gets to midnight and he's like, I can't propose without a ring. And may, maybe he doesn't force it. Maybe he's freaking out so hard that he... Somebody hands him a drink, and he takes the shot, and he wakes up that same morning. Okay. And has to try to to not lose the ring. But then he doesn't lose the ring, but something else goes wrong. And he takes the same... He takes a drink from, like, some random person passing through just shoves a drink in his hand. Is it always... And it's always going to be the same person. Right. And it's always going to be the same drink. So it's going to... And it's going to be bright green. Okay. But you know how, like, Rowan Atkinson was the spirit of Christmas and love, actually? Like, it was never uh-huh. actually said that, but, yeah. like, when he blocked the way at the end... Yeah. You're like, oh, him. so he's the spirit of Christmas? Yeah. Um, is it going to be sort of like that, where it's going to be like kind of creepy a little bit? Like it's like this guy is kind of supernatural a little bit? I kind of almost just want it to be a faceless person. Yeah. Like I kind of... Ooh, it, that kind of gives me the cheese. I want it to be Anna Kendrick, but you don't see her face. Right. You just see like the back of her head and as she's passing by, she like puts her... like. She's, like, rushing somewhere else and, like, puts her half-drunk drink in this guy's hand. She'd be like, Steve! Or puts it... Yes! She's hollering Steve as she puts it down, like, but to some other Steve. Right, right, And she puts the drink down, like, on the bar, and it's, like, just the dregs. It's, like, this bright green drink with a cocktail cherry in it, and she just, like... And it's, like, in a little, like, tumbler. Uh-huh. And she puts it down in front of him, and he's like, this is the worst night ever, and I haven't been able to get a drink... Because Steve the bartender is so busy, so right. I will just drink whatever the hell this is. And it turns out that it's... It was roofied? It, no, it uh, was... Ta- well, time travel roofied. <laughs> time travel roofied. <laughs> yeah. I think, I'm, I think I'm concerned about... He puts down a drink that a girl didn't finish, and he drinks it and then passes Maybe, out. Okay. May, okay, so she is sitting next to him at the bar, and she orders the drink. Okay. Then she sees her friend Steve, and she's like, my friend Steve! Right. And she walks away right as the drink is delivered. Okay. So, okay. And so it was her, yeah. It was her drink, and it's clear that it wasn't, yeah. But, like, the bartender had just set it down. Like, she's walking, she's walking away as he's putting it down. Yeah. And, like, he's so busy and distracted that he doesn't realize that he's putting a drink down in front of a person who is not, like, who's now four feet away. Right. Okay. And so... And four feet tall. Right. But, like, five and a half in whatever ridiculous heels she's wearing. Right. And so Stephen Yun is like, well, I've got this drink now. I guess I'll drink it. And when I say bright green, I'm talking, like... Ecto... 
cooler green. Yeah, like Slimer green with like one of those, not like a real cherry, but like the fake cocktail maraschino cherries that are more sugar than cherry. Could we have... I don't know why this drink is figuring so prominently in my mind. Could we have a watch hanging out of the glass? Like, it's supposed to, it looks like a decorative, like, a, like not an umbrella, but, like, a, in some way, have it be, like, this is a time travel drink? Yes. Maybe the, maybe the glass that it's in has a clock painted on it. Okay. I like that. I like that. Because why would a watch be in a drink? Because it's a, like, new, it's New Year's, man. Well, and I was thinking of that, but I'm like, that seems like a really expensive gimmick. Oh, yeah. I actually wasn't thinking of, like, it's New Year's, like, time. I was thinking, like, things are going crazy, but actually... Oh. New Year's in time sort of deal. I mean, here's here's a cool special effect that we could have. We have to research special effect artists named Steve. Right. Um, I'm sure that there's many. So he puts it down. He drinks it. Yes. He puts it down. And we zoom in on the painted on clip and it starts going backwards. And the backwards. hands start going backwards. I saw where you were going with that. I like it. Um, I am picking up the drink that you were putting down, but I am not going to drink it because I might get time travel repeat. Right. Okay. But for serious, we cannot call this episode Time Travel Rufy. <laughs> no, we won't. Okay. <laughs> I won't call it definitely not Time Travel Rufy either. <laughs> okay, so is the lesson he's going to learn that he doesn't need that all of the perfect he needs to take better stuff? care of his jewelry to begin with. Okay, so we're kind of going in a different direction. What if he get... <laughs> what if he... Value your property. <laughs> what if he proposes and gets rejected? On New Year's Eve. Okay. And that's when he drinks the drink. And he has a chance to redo it. Why did he get rejected, though? I don't know. Probably he spilled his drink on Steve's arm. (laughs) (laughs) Will you marry me? What? No! (laughs) Ew, no! Gross! You just hear from the back of the bar, gross! Gross! (laughs) Steve, gross! Um, We're going to need Anna Kendrick to change her name to Steve. Yeah. Steve, gross. I was thinking... That it could be more like he didn't need a ring or not yeah, to have spilled his drink or... <laughs> he never oh. needed the ring. All he needed was love. Oh, there you go. Why was none of the Beatles named Steve? <laughs> Even the one who got kicked out was named Pete. Which is so close. It has an E and a T. And, and some other letters. E. <laughs> Pete is basically Steve. And his last name was Best, which has a t- an S and a T. <laughs> If you rearrange Pete Best, it's... So Steve. God, we're good at that. Which this. is like Steve. Right. <laughs> um, As anyone named Steve will tell you. Alright, so... I want Stevie Nicks to be singing If I Could Turn Back Time. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, as he's drinking the drink. Yeah. Could there be a better... I mean, also, also ending credits song we could do for if, a time travel movie about Steve's than If I Could Turn Back Time by Stevie Nicks. You could do If I Could Turn Back Time. You could do Time After Time. Stevie Nicks could cover If I Could Turn Back Time. Okay. We could have Steve Perry cover Time After Time. Well, that requires... We could have Steven Tyler and Stevie Nicks do Time After Time. Okay. Um, Because it's, it's like a duet thing. Okay. We could also have Stevie Nicks do If I Could Turn Back Time. I have no problem with her double appearing. Yeah. Is um, Time After Time a duet? Well, there's like a... Well, it is... You know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of the Anna Kendrick-Justin Timberlake duet. Oh, okay. Um, I think that Cindy Lauper double, dub, you know, dubbed her voice. I think she, like, was her own... Duetted role. with herself. Right, exactly. Okay. Yeah, anyways. Um, sorry. Um, so, he drinks... All right, so, he, each time he's, he really screws up... All right, now here's a thing. Does he remember that he keeps really screwing up? Because if he does, then he needs to realize that the drink he drank that sent him back in time is a thing the second time. Because there's no way he'd be like, oh man, I messed up again. Oh, this drink again. Unless, unless, unless. he looks at the drink the second time and sees the clock going. I don't, oh, at, like, after he drinks it. Yeah. Because like, it doesn't start going until after he drinks right. it. Right. And so, like, the first time he sort of just, like, does, so, like, the slump Okay, so this is making thing. the bartender the the ghost of Christmas spirit. Okay. Okay. Instead of Anna Kendrick. She was just a cameo. And that's Steve Martin. Steve Martin has to be the bartender. Yes. Yes. Okay. I also want him to be like, here you go, Steve, on the last one. Like, the last time he gives Steve the drink. Yeah. And Steve's like, I don't need this. Yeah. And I want him to be like, here you go, Steve. 
And and at no point does anybody like, how does he know how does he know this guy's name is Steve? The reason is because everybody in this movie's name is Steve. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's gonna be really important when Stephen King writes the script for him to make it as subtle as possible that everyone is named Steve. Uh-huh. But still make it clear that everyone is named Steve. If anybody Steve. can do it, Stephen King can. I absolutely agree. Is it too... I think I might be channeling too much Steve Martin comedy for him to, as he's like, I don't even need this. He throws it over his head, like, as he's walking to go propose to Steve Zahn, and, like, Steve Martin has to, like, duck because the, the thing is hurtling right at him. I think that's not... I was a... thinking more like he passes it off to somebody else who we see in the background take the drink. Oh, can Steven Root and Steve um, Buscemi be another couple trying to get engaged at New Year's Eve and, like, he passes it off to... Yeah. And, and like, but we've seen And them... we keep seeing it, but it's, like, always in the background. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Ooh. We always reach a point in this, in, in our, on our, in, I said how to write a movie, which is what with the class we're teaching. Um, how I wrote a movie. How I wrote a movie. Um, and then James and I write a movie. We always reach a point where I'm like, this could be a thing. Yeah. Which, I mean, which is ridiculous, but we've just reached the point. Yes. So yeah, B plot, like the plot for Reddit to to discover on fan theories, right. is that in each time we see Steve Zahn and Steve Buscemi, no, no, Steve Stephen uh, Root. Root and Steve Buscemi doing similar romantic comedy things. Right. But their redo doesn't start until like the like the very end of the movie when Steve Young sets the drink down. Yeah. And Steve Buscemi's sitting next to him at the bar. So Steve Stephen Young sets the drink down, like looks at it, realizes he doesn't need it, sets it down, walks away, and we see him walking toward the camera with like a determined yeah. I'm gonna make this yeah. I'm gonna make this happen yeah. look on his face. And Maybe he's been trying to get up the guts to kiss his crush, Steve's on. Okay. So, but anyway, that's a yeah. side note. Proposal is a little is a little uh, much. Yeah. So, so then we see Steve Buscemi in the background, look at the drink, pick it up, and take a drink, and then. But something, maybe the drink glows or something happens, but like blurry in the background. Like if you're not looking for it, you don't really notice it. Because that's setting it up for redo your Steve too. Right. The redo. <laughs> At Dallas Airport. <laughs> right. Right. Um, <laughs> Let's finish this movie first. <laughs> James and Aaron write a sequel. Here's the deal. Either we're going to need... It doesn't all take place on New Year's Eve. Like, doesn't it? Does it does it start on New Year's Eve and then he wakes up and it's New Year's Eve morning and then he goes through and it's New Year's Eve morning again? Mm-hmm. That's what I was so thinking. So we're never established. But it doesn't have to be. Because, like, we, I think we may at least need flashbacks because... So my one issue with the Steve, Stephen Root, Steve Buscemi B-plot is that we need to establish that they're in some way having a flirtation as well. Right. So well, what I would like to see is have that happen, like, kind of in the background or, like, of, like, multiple scenes at this bar. Unless like New Year's party, each each time Stephen Young is about to take Yun Yun, I think it's Yun is about to take the drink. We see the same thing happen with Stephen Root and Steve Buscemi, and it's the only time we see them. But each time, it's the same. Let's call it rejection. The same plot item right. in their romance happens, and then the last time Steve Buscemi takes the drink, right? Because like. Ostensibly, Stephen Young is... Stephen Stephen Root was the stapler guy, right? Right, right. I kind of want him to hand a red stapler to Steve Buscemi, like, take back your stupid red stapler. Yeah, like, like kind of like a, like a shoving, like, oh, like, like a coat or something, but like it's a stapler. Right. But more like, you know, you gave me the stapler. I don't, like, uh, the effect of, like, taking off the ring and throwing it at him. I can I just say right right now that I love the idea that that Stephen Root has the stapler at the New Year's Eve party at a at a bar in a city. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But so I think that if we have that same rejection, the stapler mm-hmm. handoff, we'll call it for short yes. notes, um, happen each time, and then when Stephen Young gets up his his gumption to go propose to, or you know make out or wh- right. whatever resolve his go do whatever the plot of the movie is <laughs> right. resolve his romance with Steven's, Steve Zahn then Steve Buscemi 
gets the drink, and then we're like, oh, and here we go again. Yes. But here's the other problem. Oh, no, 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 that works. Because then each time Steve Buscemi has to loop, Stephen Young has already marched off with gumption. So he'll just keep on marching off with gumption, presumably completing his timeline. Meaning the sequel? Well, yeah, I'm saying, but I'm saying, like, we don't want it to, it's not like uh, 11.22.63 where each time someone drinks the drink, things reset for anyone else. It's sort of like in 11.22.63 where <laughs> I realize, <laughs> careful listener, that I just said it's not like it, but right. it resets for the person going back, but not for anyone else. So it's important that Steve Young has reached his point of learning his lesson and going to get his guy. Oh, right, right, Before right. Steve Buscemi starts looping, because otherwise right. he'll reset. Right, okay, no, I follow you, yeah. So once once the lesson has been learned, right. the drink is no longer needed. Right. When Steve Buscemi starts his loop over, it's going to be whatever the last loop. Right, it doesn't start Steve, Steve Young. Right, right, right. yes. Yeah. Other, otherwise we get into string theory and too many right. universes and... We'll draw a picture, it's, yeah. Yeah. Alright, so we got Steve Young's loop right here. Uh-huh. And then he loops off, and then this is the point of the drink handoff, and this is Steve Buscemi's. Right. Steve Young goes through his thing, decides he doesn't need the drink, hands it off to Steve Buscemi. Right. Who is now going to go through his thing. Right. But his thing, if he's going to redo that same day... Before he hands the drink off to to Stephen Colbert for, for... Uh, right, for rap for... Redo your Steve 3. With puzzles. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, just so that we're all clear on... Right. Hey, Aaron, want to write a franchise? Yep. <laughs> but yes, right. so... But so that the line goes back and forth until right. it's done. Yes, yeah, so Steve Buscemi's loop starts when he takes the drink after Steve Young has walked off. Right. When Steve Buscemi wakes up again that same morning, right. it is the last wake up. Right. It's basically Steve Young's last replay. Right. And exactly. it will always be Steve Young's right. last replay until Steve Buscemi. Well, basically. Forever. Forever and ever and right. ever. Right. Yeah. Until Steve Buscemi's last replay. Until somebody replay. stops drinking this drink and time stops repeating itself. Right. Until Steve Buscemi's last replay, which is also Steve Young's last re- replay. At which point it becomes Stephen Colbert's first replay, right, right? And then these two will continue replaying, right? So it's like it's like the lines go down; they become one line yes. once everyone's learned their lesson. Yes. And really, let's face it: the drink is really only an extension of Steve Martin's magical power. I mean, like, right? Like, if we're if we're getting real about this, absolutely. It's it's really just he and he. So he sort of releases Steve Stephen Young out of his you know having learned his lesson, right? What is the lesson? Uh, what is the plot of the movie? <laughs> he had it in him all along. But but what is the plot of the movie? All right, so I mean that it could be that maybe you know he wants to confess his feelings to his crush, and he's decided he's going to do it when the ball drops and make it super meaningful. It didn't have to be perfect. It just had to be you, right? Yun and. <laughs> Now I kind of want Steve Zahn to be the main character. Well, no, it didn't have to be perfect. It just had to be Yun. So, Steve Yun, it didn't have to be perfect. It just had to be you. Oh, again. Right. Yeah. So maybe the plot is he has decided he's going to finally confess his feelings at the ball drop. Right. And the whole day stuff keeps going. He's trying to make sure that it's perfect and stuff keeps going wrong. Right. And he has to... I like... What I really like in movies... Things like, you know, he had, you know, picked out an outfit and right. he finds a rip in... Like, you know, rips the seat of his pants or something. And so he has to get different pants. And I don't know. It, no, I like that. Ripping the seat of your pants is funnier than finding a spot of mustard on your shirt so and at, having to change your shirt. At some point on his last day, is he going to rip the seat of his pants and not care? That's really funny. Maybe he... Or... Oh, sorry. I was going to say, maybe, like, each of these replays, he manages to get through a thing. Like, you know, the first thing that goes wrong is he rips the seat of his pants and has to change his pants. Which kind of sets off this, you know, it sets off this Rube Goldberg machine of all these things going wrong. And he 
is too late getting to the party and sees see Steve Zahn leaving, kissing Anna Kendrick. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it is the '90s, but is just, it? It's not. I, I just think that it's that was the last time we knew what the decade was called. Yeah. Well, it's the aughts now. It's not the aughts. It's the teens. That's true. But I think it's the 90s. And so, you know, the first time he manages to avoid slipping on the ice that rips his pants. And so he's like, yes, man slipped on the ice and his pants ripped. It happened and while you were sleeping, it's a thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he manages to not slip on that patch of black ice. And so he thinks he's in the clear, but then the next thing to go wrong happens. So... At some point... I don't like what I'm saying, but I, I can't think of anything else. What I really like in a movie where it's a, I have to learn my lesson, mm-hmm. like kind of your, your the cutting edge sort of deal. Did you ever watch that? Topic. There you go. It's um, the only thing I retained from that movie. Oh, the lesson was that they were good together and something, something, hockey and figure skating, whatever. But like, there was montages where they're like, hey, maybe we aren't so different after all sort right. of deals. I like when someone learns the lesson of to be less uptight about stuff. Right. And that makes them um, sort of appear more like, almost like Kung Fu in their avoidance of trouble. Right. So I think at some point, Steve Young should make the, um, like, be like, um, like, because, like, the pants will split because they don't fit him anymore. Because he, I mean, like, they're from when he was young. Not because he's, like, gained a bunch of weight, but because he's just older now. Okay. And so, like, he's like, I want... I, maybe Steve Zahn is a friend from... Is, like, a, yes. an old crush from college. <coughs> Dies. <laughs> <laughs> he was just on the verge. <clears throat> That's okay. I knew where you are going with it, so I can just pick up where you left Carry off. Carry on my legacy. <laughs> Redo your team. <laughs> oh, God! Oh, God! <laughs> okay. So Steve Zahn was a crush in college. that in. <laughs> You're the editor. So Steve Zahn was a crush in college. They lost touch. I think we'd flash back. Yeah. So we flash back to another New Year's party where he didn't get up the gumption and saw Steve Zahn kissing Stephen Colbert. Ooh. I like it that it's going to be like a universe. Yeah. Um, yes. Or Anna Kendrick's friend Steve. <laughs> we see him kissing Anna Kendrick's friend Steve And just in the background we see Anna Kendrick going Steve! My friend Steve! <laughs> Steve! Steve! Come over here! You! Steve! Me? And the entire party turns to look at her What? Me? <laughs> <laughs> no Um no. <laughs> Um Okay, so he wore the pants To the party Right. And he felt great and he looked great and everything was going great Maybe and... Steve Zahn even told him nice pants Hey, yeah, hey man, nice pants which he should have realized was Steve Zahn hitting on him because... That, that classic pickup line? That classic pickup pick line. Nice pants. Do you know that pickup line? Is that actually a pickup nice line? Nice pants oh, nice... wanna fuck? I thought it was nice shoes wanna fuck. It really doesn't matter what the article of clothing is. Well, I thought that the, there was one about nice pants and something about, like, those pants look good on you and also on the floor. Oh, well, there's that. Yeah. That's, that, That's usually a dress. So yeah, right. That dress looks good on you. You look better in the corner of my room. Yeah. Um, with your crumpled body. Um, what? <laughs> oh my god! No! <laughs> At any rate, Steve Zahn says, nice pants, and Stephen Young says, thank you, not yeah. realizing that, st- that the subtext was wanna fuck. Right, exactly. Um, so, anyways, cut to Steve Young. Go. I want Steve Young to walk up to Steve Zahn and say, nice pants. Like, at the very, like, after he sets the drink down, to, passes it off to Steve Buscemi, I want him to walk over and say, nice pants. Right. Steve Young says it to Steve Zahn. Uh-huh. In a, right. Yes. Yes. Continue. We're at the flashback party. So, he, we've seen him. He looks great. Then it cut to present day New Year's Eve. Uh-huh. And he still has the pants. Because he right. sort of lived in obsession about this, about this moment. Yes. And he's, we, we see in some way that he's reconnected with Steve Zahn and they're going to be at this New Year's party. Right. So he decides to wear these pants, but they don't really fit. And there's yes. like a struggle to get into them, whatever. At some point, they split. I totally just pictured. Have you seen... What was it in? There was a thing where somebody was watching videos of James Franco trying to get into Super Skinny... Was that Mean Girls? That was Veronica Mars the movie. Veronica Mars the movie trying to get into the Super Skinny jeans and it was the best. But I don't think we want to go that direction no, with this. No, because his, his name's, name's not James. Steve. That, his first obstacle is you can't recreate the past. Right. Which is 
a hilarious thing to learn in a time travel movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where he is literally recreating. <laughs> right, trying to recreate the past. Oh my god, it would be so funny if Steve Martin said at the end, you can't recreate the past. You can't. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you okay. can't recreate the past. What? You. I said I you. I said you. What? Hmm. Walks away. <laughs> Awkward moonwalk away. Um, okay, so... I also really wanted to moonwalk behind the bar. <laughs> Uh, one in one of the things he's maybe gonna... we should just direct this movie ourselves. Maybe we'll just, just let Steven Spielberg just, put his name on. Just it. backseat direct, uh-huh. sit next to Steven Spielberg. Hey, say cut. What? They're not say cut. <laughs> um, okay, you, did, you didn't make a moonwalk, Steve. Say and moonwalk. <laughs> Steven Spielberg was like, "You're paying me, right?" And moonwalk. Good, good. Now say and cut. But they're not done yet. He's not done moonwalking. I said moonwalk. Cut! I said, <laughs> just do what I say, not as I do! <laughs> I feel like we've gotten off topic. So, I think that lessons... I, we don't need to get the whole... The whole... Every lesson. Well, but the yeah, idea we'll of... Stephen King inject his own... Right. Ideas. Um, For real, I just thought you were... You were submitting a co-author named Jack Tizone. You said inject his own, <laughs> St- but I heard we'll let Stephen King and Jack his own decide that. And you were like, no, only Steve's. Steve his own. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you were just gonna go with it and not be like, who is Jack his own? <laughs> we didn't talk about a Jack his own. <laughs> is is he friends with J.J. Abrams? Like, who is this person? Is J.J. Abrams' real name Jack his own? Jack Abrams? Tizone Abrams? No, because Tizone doesn't... Only if there's a silent J at the beginning. JTA? Um, he can't write, he can't write T's. He can only write J's. <laughs> <laughs> Just put your initials here. J... T... That's another J. Yeah, JJ. That's my name. <laughs> Anyways... Um, yeah, so, I mean... No, because then, then if he just changes the T to a J, then it's just his own. It's his porn name. <laughs> niche porn. <laughs> I guess all porn is niche, right? Everything is a thing. Right. Um, rule 34, I think that is. Um, there's a rule, there's a list of rules of the internet, I only know one of them, and it's rule 34, and anything can be porn is the rule. Oh, yeah. Um... And there's a subreddit called r slash rule 34. Nice. Uh, yeah. Um, so, things like pick the sweatpants that, you, that are comfortable as opposed to the He's pants that don't fit. Or whatever. Jeans. Like, it He's going to wear a nice outfit. At one point... He's the, not going to go to the fancy New Year's Eve party bar party <laughs> bar in The sweatpants. bar will be called the Fancy New Year's Eve Party Bar. No, Bar Party Bar. No, no, it'll, it'll be I the Fancy New Year's Eve Bar Party Bar. Bar. Uh-huh, that's what I said. Which will be where the bar, where the party will be held. Right, at the bar. The Fancy the bar, New Year's the bar party Eve Bar Party Bar. bar. Yeah. So, okay, not sweatpants, but there should at least be, at some point, he should be like, I'm not wearing these pants that fit me well. I'm going to wear the pants where I almost that I was wearing that night. Right. Things like, and then he and then later he has to decide. I don't need to wear those pants. Right. I can wear this new outfit that makes me feel equally good about myself. Right. Exactly. Um, but it's like from today. Yes. Um, you can do things with like music and like interests and stuff. There'd be. There's really funny potential for a scene where he tries to, like, talk to Steve Zahn about things from the, ni- like, 1996 or whatever. Yeah. Where it's like, so, you It's going to have to be... You heard that new Natalie and Brulee? Oh, yeah. Right. 1996 might work for Steve Zahn, but Stephen Young is younger than us. Right. What? I think. I think he's, like, late 20s. Pardon me. Uh-huh. He is just about exactly six months younger than me. Okay. So... so Younger than us. Right. I thought he was in his late 20s. He is 33. Okay. We should finish writing this movie instead of... It is important. Yes. Um, Steve Zahn is considerably older, so we're being very progressive. Super progressive. And he can't really play significantly younger anymore. No. Not significantly younger. Um, Okay. I mean, he's like 10 years old. Steve Zahn's like 10 years older than us, at least. So is is it not plausible that they would have been in college together? 
Maybe he was somebody's older brother, and he was just at the party. Steve. If we knew a younger Steve, <laughs> then we would have just cast him. Steve Paul Rudd. Steve Zac Efron. <laughs> you know, the Efron brothers. Zach, Rack, and Steve. <laughs> <laughs> there are going to... I like to think... Do you think we have people in our Facebook group or uh, that that are in contact with us that would be that are yelling some sort of younger Steve at the screen? Text Mark right now. We need a Steve who's roughly our age. Mark is older than you, so. But he knows movies. So if we say that we need a if we need a Steve who could theoretically have been in college at the same time that you and I are. But I like I mean I like Steve Zahn and Steve Young. So I think we'll probably just stick with that. Yeah. But. We'll see if we can... Unless Mark comes back with something... Someone perfect. Super perfect. He's like, Stephen Young. Wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, okay. So the, like, there's like three or four more other things, like music and conversation points yeah. and age. Age! What about that? We could address it. That. Oh, well, um, we could. it could be one of the reasons, like, he's like, oh, no, he'd never want to go for a, for a guy like me. He's so much older and more mature. It's Steve Zahn. I don't, think we can use I don't think we can use this line of... We'll give him a mustache. It'll be fine. <laughs> oh, God. That's... <laughs> Rule 34. Everything can be porn. <laughs> Just give Steve Zahn a mustache. You've got your very own creepy porn. <laughs> and then, so then, he realizes that if he just is himself, he can... He can... He's perfect. He doesn't need to be perfect. He just needs yes. to be So Steve. my biggest problem with this is not Steve Zahn's mustache. Okay. It is that I feel like we're getting into creepy stalker territory with Stephen Young's character. I think that he like, knows it. Like, like being obsessive. Like, I just want to make sure that in both the writing and the portrayal of this character, he does not come across as that guy who obsessively Facebooks and possibly real life stalks this person for a decade and, like, you know, the kind of person who believes that he really, really knows this celebrity. Right. Like, I don't want it to get creepy. No, I think that, I think it could be, um, something even as simple as, like, he's talking to it. he has a therapy appointment on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. Um. Probably. And he's talking to... Paul Rudd, his therapist? You know... Stephen Colbert, his if, therapist? If we don't use, um... If we just use Steve Perry and Stevie Nicks, we can we're free to use here here my Steven options. Steven Tyler? Steven Tyler. Here, here are my <gasps> options. As the therapist? Here are my options for therapist. Steven Tyler. Uh-huh. I feel like you're gonna go with Steven Tyler. Probably, but I'll let you say the other name. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Ooh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm so happy you're having a much harder time with this than I thought you were going to, because I think they're both great. <laughs> I think I prefer Steven Tyler. Okay. I think that will be less of... Like, that'll... I, somehow I feel like that'll be a more intelligent goof. Okay. However... Steve from Blue's Clues name wasn't actually Steve, right? I don't think so. Okay. But I want him in the background. Yeah. On Blue's Clues? As Steve? I want him wearing that green striped shirt just in the background at the bar. Great. Okay, we can have Stephen Harvey, too. Steve He's, Harvey. Oh, yeah, Steve Harvey. You said Stephen Harvey, and I was like, who's that? Isn't that weird? Yeah. <laughs> well, be like if I said Steve Colbert. Yeah. Um, but not Steve Carell. S- Steve Carell's already played a therapist. I want Steve Carell in this somewhere. His name's Steve, right? Steve Carell? Yeah. His name is very much Steve. I've gone I've gone deaf to the name <laughs> Steve. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 it's Scott Carell. Nope. Nope, Michael Scott. Michael Scott, that must be what it is. I, Steve Carell's got to be in there somewhere, but he can't well, be. But he's, he's in the third one. Oh, he's Stephen Colbert's love interest? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. They would be super cute together. Right? So cute. <laughs> Scrap this movie, let's write the third one. <laughs> what, you mean like they did with Die Hard? Uh-huh, they have to solve puzzles together. What? I mean like the second one, they missed the, forget it. Um, they're like, I don't know, let's just blow up an airplane and move on to puzzles. And they can't possibly land. But there are lots of other airports in the region of Dulles. Nope, only Dulles. They can only land at Dulles. They left their car there. BWI and JFK are too far away. Reagan. 
JFK is actually too far away because it's in New York. I mean, it's right there though, and there's also like New. I mean, like the big thing is there's also like I know it's a it was a big plane, but like Leesburg Airport probably oh, would have been true. fine. That's true. But anyways, Die Hard Two aside. <laughs> also, the, the subtitle of that movie was Die Harder, which is a is the porn. I mean, they, they had to have just been like, what's the porn called? Oh yeah, no, we're taking that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, but so I think that he goes to his therapist, Steve Tyler. Steven Tyler. Steven Tyler. Uh huh. Um, Steve Tyler. I don't know who that is. Right. Um, and it's just like it was like the most. It was the, you know I, I lacked. The, it, it wasn't like he's been obsessed with it. He's just used it as like his drive. Uh-huh. I think what we need to do is is show it as his drive to become the person he's become today. But when he re meets Steve Zahn later that day. Uh huh. It's like a reverse. It's like he he finds himself amazingly in the time travel movie. Like he finds himself regressing back to the way he was at that time. Awkward, and Awk- awkward, and, yeah. Exactly. When we've seen him not be that way for the first ten minutes of the movie, right? So, just so it's not like he's been obsessed. It's just that Steve Zahn reenters his life, and he's just like, "Oh my god, this was the one watershed moment in my life." And mm-hmm. How does Steve Zahn reenter his life? They've been friends on Facebook, and he suddenly finds out that Steve Zahn is going to be at the same bar party bar. Oh, the fi- fancy New Year's Eve bar party bar? Uh-huh. Um, yes. Or... Well, I th- I, do, they, do you like they, it that they if they've been friends all this time? Or do you like it more if they suddenly run into each other and Steve Zahn's like, oh, hey, I'm going to be at this thing? Well, because then why is Steven Young so... Is he... Hanging his hopes on this thing that was well, ten years ago. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Yeah. If they have continued to be friends, then it gets into like weird creeper territory. This is my book. The book I'm reading right now, mm-hmm. by the way, has gotten much better since the Good. last time we talked. It's basically these two people meet on the plane. He loses her number. She marries his best friend, and then stuff uh-huh. starts to go down. So, but they both are they both like each other, but neither of them is aware that the other one likes each other. They. They met at a college party. Okay. Steve Zahn said, nice pants. Stephen Young didn't get the subtext. Right. Steve text. The Steve text. Stephen Young's best friend came in and swept Steve Zahn away or whatever. They dated briefly, but Stephen Young and Steve Zahn had become good friends in the process, and he spent the past ten years. But Steve Zahn is always with somebody else. Like, okay. seems to yeah. be like maybe he's a serial dater. Right. Maybe that's part of why Stephen Young is in therapy, because he can't get over his feelings for this person right. who is never available. Right. And also hasn't exactly made himself, like, given Stephen Young reason. Any indication. Well, well any, any reason to think that there's a possibility for a relationship there. Because right. Steve Zahn is, all, is, like, a serial dater. Right. I can't... I feel like the only Steves we have left are Stone Cold Steve Austin, <laughs> Steve Harvey, and Steve-O from uh, Jackass. Has Mark gotten back to us? Oh, Mark. Uh, <laughs> Steve Zahn. No. Come on, dude. It's like you read our minds, but not in the right way at all. No, we have him younger. Ooh, who's Stephen Arnell? Mm. He's in the IMDb list 40-ish smoking hot actors under 40-something Oh He played Casey Jones in the Teenage Ninja Turtles movie Out of the Shadows He was born in 1981 Oh, he's too old He's older than me He's positively ancient Oh, he plays Arrow He's on Arrow He's on Green Arrow And he looks like Let's see, here's a good one of him with his hat on backwards. Oh, he's very cute. Oh, he's from Arrow. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I like him. But who is... He could theoretically have been a, somebody a person would obsess about for ten years. Are we are we kicking Steve Zahn off and replacing him with Stephen Arnell? Maybe Steve Zahn can be the therapist. The therapist's secretary. <laughs> Wait, What? The therapist's secretary, Steve uh-huh. Zahn? Uh-huh. His stevenographer? His stevenographer. Maybe, I just, I think Steve Zahn's too old. If we wanted to be somebody in college. 
Later. Okay. Yeah. Stephen Arnell becomes the becomes the object of Stephen Young's affections. I don't. Mm. Steve Zahn. Turn it on so I can text Mark and say we found someone. Steve Zahn is he? He's in the fourth one with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh dear! Wow, that's that's a, straight to DVD. That's a big size difference. <laughs> Probably. I mean, I'm assuming. All right, yeah. so. I just want to. I just want to have a little uh, behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So I just said, uh, Mark said, "Who dat?" And I, I said, just told you, Mark. Well, and I said, "He's from Arrow. I think he's Arrow. Roger Arrow, the lead guy on Arrow." And Mark said, "Ha ha ha!" Period. Now I think Mark thinks that you're still texting him. Probably. And I'm wondering if he gave that more of a laugh because it's you and not me. I guess we'll find out when this episode airs. Guess so, Mark. That, no, that totally reads as a James text. No, I know. I almost, and I almost put in parentheses, can you tell that was a James joke? But he would think that you would say right. that. So I'm just leaving it. Okay, so. I feel like we. Redo Year's Eve. Redo Year's Eve. One. One. We ha- can we please call it Redo Year's Eve one? The Stevening? The Stevening. <laughs> Some enchanted Stevening. I'm sorry, what was the actual uh, subtitle you were going to give it? Redo your Z. Oh, you just want to be a redo your Z one. Yeah, just is it? Is there ever a in, in those franchises? There's never a one. We just know we're gonna do this. Yeah. Okay. I mean, um, Ellen had has Ellen DeGeneres has my favorite Christmas album title of all time, which is the only Christmas CD you'll ever need, Volume One. <laughs> I love it. Um, but I think it's really funny uh, to have just say to say yes. one. Redo Year's Eve Steve 1. Uh, redo, redo Year's Eve 1. Yes. I think... <laughs> the tagline is just the Stevening. The Stevening. Um, I think that the... What was it called? Loaded Weapon? No, Loaded... Loaded Gun? Loaded Gun. It was Lethal Weapon, and then there was, they made a parody like they used to in the 80s or whatever. I think it was, maybe it was called Loaded Gun or something. That may have been 1. Loaded Gun 1? Or like... Um, Loaded gun with just a G and a one. Right. G- Loaded, Loaded go one. Go one. Right. <laughs> Redo Year's Eve. Five go no, one. Five null no destination. Five null no destination. The need for three. Okay, so that's it. Yeah, five. so, so <laughs> Stephen Young doesn't rip his pants and he makes out with right. Steve Arnell. Well, well, I mean, that, Stephen Arnell. Stephen Arnell? Stephen, Stephen Arnell. I mean, yeah. like, really, the thing is that. There are like three or four more times around, and yeah. he keeps learning a good lesson. And then we don't. What I what I want is that we don't actually see him succeed, but we know by his walk that he's going to succeed. But I really want him to. I want. I want us to see him say "nice pants." Post credit scene, and then they just make out. There you go. Okay. Okay. Um, so successful, right? James never read a movie. I think so. Um, I don't know if it'll be quite as big as How to Make Friends and Resur- Resurrect Your Pets. But that's what the sequels are for. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I mean, uh, Redo Year's Eve 2, Redo Year's Eve-er, <laughs> is going to be huge. Yes. But I think that's going to do it for this week. Uh-huh. Uh, we've done our social media. Are we, do we feel, are we feeling good about that? Do we want to reiterate that? Find, find us on, yeah, join our Facebook group. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. If you liked this, leave us a rating and a review. If you didn't like this... Maybe just keep maybe just keep scrolling this time. <laughs> um, I've heard that re- um, writing reviews is what actually bumps you up in like terms of iTunes. Really? I mean, like I think a lot of good ratings, but also reviews. Okay. Like I think reviews get like sort of bump like more attention on iTunes. Interesting. Um, but ratings, I mean, ratings are always good as so, always. So here's the thing: there's 28 people in our Facebook group right yes. now, right? Yes. Fifteen reviews and three of them are us. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, so if you if you want to give us less than a five star review because you hated this or whatever, um, I can't imagine why right. there was only twenty minutes of dead air while we googled Steve's. Not 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 as far as they know. That's true. Thank you, editor Aaron. You're welcome. Um, shoot us an email uh, at unabashedobsessedgmail.com if you have notes um, about why you didn't uh, want to give us a five star rating. Were there too many Steves? Was that the problem? Was, do you hate people named Steve? Also, thank you to Jamie Shaheen for our theme song. Thank you, Jamie. Did you guys know there was a ladder down here with Steve? I want Steve and Tyler to do a cover well, for the movie. 
featuring Jamie because, I mean, come on. Right. I would like the, the Steven Tyler cover to be Steven Tyler singing the song in its entirety and then just a pause and then J- Jamie in his most awkward Jamie voice being like, hi, Steven Tyler. <laughs> yep. I love it. <laughs> okay. Um, so that's going to do it for us. This has been Unabashedly Obsessed. Thank you so much for sticking with us. Smoking kills. So do pennies. Dairy. Nailed it!